This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. This is the moment in time we take our streets back. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. Another employee at D.C.'s Dunbar High accused of sexual misconduct. Two people who prosecutors say conspired to attack the Baltimore power grid enter a plea. I'm Megan Clark. Your car's been towed, and it could soon cost more to get it back. I'm Neil Augenstein. Good morning. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. After years of severe drought, California now copes with way too much relief. Correspondent Carter Evans is in the northern part of the state where water is being released from some dams to lessen flood risks. Snow and ice made for treacherous driving along Interstate 5. There were warnings to stay off the roads. In some lower elevation towns, torrential rain is coming down on piles of snow. Now it already is stressing the buildings, and then when you start putting rainwater on top of it, especially heavy rains, that, that just further compounds uh, the threat. Thousands are under evacuation orders in Santa Cruz County, and many are without power around Monterey. The heart of the nation's high-tech industry and Wall Street got a surprise announcement Friday. It has many in both anxiously watching the markets. Federal regulators have shut down Silicon Valley Bank and taken control of its deposits after the parent firm to the bank failed to raise additional equity in a bid to solve a liquidity shortfall. SVB for decades has been the bank of VC-funded tech startups, but over the past year, those firms have burned through piles of cash and deposits, while VC funding has collapsed, a catastrophic combination for the bank. Bank stocks have been rattled by SVB's failure, in particular those with heavy exposure to VC-funded startups. CBS News business reporter Jason Brooks. There are new developments expected early next week in the legal troubles of the previous president. Former President Trump's former attorney, Michael Cohen, plans to testify next week before Manhattan Grand Jury in the case alleging Trump paid hush money to porn star Stormy Daniels when Trump was running for president. Prosecutors have invited the former president to testify as well. But Cohen thinks Trump's current attorneys will counsel against that. He doesn't tell the truth. It's one thing to turn around and to lie on your untruth social. It's another thing to turn around and lie before a grand jury. Cohen's decision to testify is a sign that Prosecutors may be poised to indict the former president. Linda Kenyon, CBS News. And speaking of the ex-president, he's expected soon in Iowa, the site of next year's first Republican presidential face-off. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has been there, as has our correspondent Robert Costner. Many Republicans say they're giving visiting politicians a hard look. If I had to cast that vote today, I, I think I would put it in for Ron DeSantis. Um, but there's a long ways to go, and we're just starting to hear about candidates, so I'd like to hear what the others have to say. A newly released poll of Iowans show the favorability numbers for Trump and DeSantis are nearly even. And as we reported, the news about Silicon Valley Bank spooked investors. Their sell-off had Wall Street ending on a serious down note. The Dow was down 345 points. This is CBS News. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about. But you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 
At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. WTOP at 403. It's Saturday morning. It is March 11th, 2023. Mostly cloudy, blustery, cold again today. Highs holding in the 40s. We're at 38 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We thank you for taking us along for your early weekend Saturday morning ride. Topping the local stories, local national mix here is where we begin the ride this morning. Talking about House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who made it formal, signing a resolution just this week blocking a bill passed by local D.C. lawmakers that would have rewritten the city's criminal code. WTOP Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller, Saturday morning. House Speaker McCarthy gathered with Republicans here at the Capitol to celebrate the final approval of the disapproval resolution, which came in the Senate this week following the House's recent vote for the measure. We're sending a message to every city, to every county, to every state, that no longer will Washington be soft on crime. The resolution prevents the criminal code passed by the D.C. Council from going into effect. It includes lighter penalties for some violent crimes, including carjacking. President Biden has said he will not veto the resolution, and this will mark the first time in more than 30 years that Congress has nullified a D.C. law. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. WTOP at 4.04 Saturday morning, turning to another troubling incident at Dunbar High School in North West D.C. this week. We've learned now here at WTOP that a staffer at the school is apparently this morning facing allegations of sexual misconduct toward a student. The school's principal, Nadine Smith, sent a letter this week to families calling the report disturbing. She says the staff member has been placed on leave and that the incident in question has been reported to D.C. police. This comes after 2016 when Charles Young, a Dunbar High School track coach then, was sentenced to 17 years in prison for sexually abusing seven different students over a three-semester period. The Maryland House has voted to create a legal framework this week for recreational pot marijuana sales in the state. Measure which regulates the licensing and taxing of the drug itself was approved on a vote of 103 to 32. It now heads over to the state Senate. Maryland voters approved a constitutional amendment back in November to legalize the recreational use of marijuana by this summer, July 1st. WTOP at 405. Last month, a local woman, Maryland woman, and a white nationalist leader were charged with planning to attack power stations around Baltimore. The pair faced a federal judge on the case Friday. Both 34-year-old Sarah Beth Clendaniel of Catonsville and 27-year-old Brandon Russell of Orlando entered not guilty pleas in separate arraignment hearings. The Baltimore Sun reports that in court, federal prosecutors told Judge Beth Gessner about the pair's plan to shoot out substations in Norrisville, Reisterstown, and Perry Hall, and other areas around Baltimore, because they thought the attacks would, quote, completely destroy the whole city. Charging documents say FBI investigators recorded calls between Clen Daniel and Russell discussing their plan shortly after an attack on two substations in North Carolina that left 40,000 people without power. Both face a maximum sentence of 20 years in prison. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. A former D.C. advisory neighborhood commissioner has been sentenced to four years after a deadly drunk driving crash. Devon Lucine pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter in the case last November. He was behind the wheel of a car that struck 20-year-old Catherine Reyes on I-495 near Telegraph Road in March of 2022. Reyes was on the side of the road at the time with a flat tire. Police say her hazard lights were on when Lucine drove down the shoulder and slammed into the back of Reyes' car anyway. The compact SUV caught fire and Reyes died at the scene. 
Nobody likes getting their car towed, right? But a heads up. If you get towed and it is in Virginia, you probably hate it even more. Towing companies will soon be able to charge a $20 fuel surcharge for each tow off public or private property in Virginia. That's on top of the $150 maximum for the tow itself. The bill initially called for a $30 surcharge, but the $20 compromise made it through both chambers in Richmond. Critics want the state to develop a consumer protection provision that would let individuals sue a towing company rather than rely on the attorney general to do it. The surcharge, which would last until July 1st of 2024, still needs the governor's signature. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Good Saturday morning. Welcome into WTLP. Glad you're with us this early hour, March 11th, where the time now is 4.08. Welcome in. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. All right, big weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Carlos Ramirez in the WTLP Traffic Center. There, good morning to you, Dean. If you're headed northbound on I-95 in Maryland, you've got a work zone just as you make your way past Maryland 198. Looks like you got two lanes blocked there. Minimal delays, though. Don't see any slowdowns whatsoever. Once you continue northbound past that point, you're all up to speed all the way up towards the Baltimore Beltway. BW Parkway looks good. No issues in either direction. So far, the westbound side of 50, a little slow on your approach towards the Severn River Bridge. Looking at the camera, don't see any reason for it. Just a few folks driving a little bit slower than usual. I'm okay with that. Northbound side of I-270, a little slow headed towards uh, 370. Again, don't see any crashes, no work zones, anything like that. Just looks like some folks driving a little bit slower than usual. Again, I'm more than all right with that as long as everyone gets home safe. Down in Virginia, 66 eastbound, the work zone after 28 is in the process of getting picked up as of this very moment. You do only have a far right lane getting by, but I do see two VDOT trucks backing up with someone back there picking up all of those cones. So you should have all lanes available to you here within the next few minutes or so. Otherwise, the outer loop of the Beltway is still dealing with that work zone. Three lanes blocked on the left-hand side of the roadway. A single right lane is all that's getting you by right now. Minimal delays, but depending on how many vehicles jump onto the roadway here before they wrap things up, that may change here moving forward. Inner loop of the Beltway looks good. Headed past 66 eastbound Dulles Toll Road. The ramp to the inner loop of the Beltway is currently closed. You cannot use it. Looking for a safe used car? Well, Fitzgerald Auto Mall has hundreds of good cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Carlos Ramirez, WTLB Traffic. We are tracking a chilly start to the day on Saturday. High temperatures only in the upper 40s to around 50, but windy conditions, and those wind chills will be in the 30s all day. Uh, plenty of cloud cover on your Saturday, too. Sunday, we'll see clouds developing, a dry start, but then rain and snow move in. Now, most of the snow will be well north and west of the city. Actually, most of it back towards the west of the Blue Ridge, while areas east of the city receive plenty of rain. On Monday, rather, a.m. showers, high temperatures only in the upper 40s to around 50. Tuesday, it's cold again. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. We're at 41 degrees in Roslyn. You're raking up to 41 degrees in Farragut Square, 4 a.m. hour. Saturday morning, March 11th, it's 39 in Laurel. We're at 38 in Holding in our nation's capital. This check this morning brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Advice on being a good consumer next on WTOP. Good morning, it's 410. Washington. Breaking news happens every day. This just in from Arlington. So can you really afford to miss even a single day of WTOP? We're hearing about an incident in Bethesda. Everything you need every time you listen. WTOP News. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. 
This is WTOP News. We are coming to the end of National Consumer Protection Week. A time to remember you need to be a smart consumer all year long, actually. This morning, consumer man Herb Weisbaum, a contributing editor at Checkbook.org, has three ways for you to do that. It takes some extra effort to be a good consumer, but it's nothing compared to the time and effort it will take you to deal with the problems that can result from making poor choices. So, tip number one, comparison shop. It can save you a bundle and a lot of headaches. That's especially important when hiring a plumber, electrician, carpenter, or any other service provider. Some people assume that a company that charges a lot will do the best work, but Checkbook's research consists finds there's no relationship between price and quality. That you don't have to pay more to get better quality work. Kevin Brassler is Checkbook's executive editor. Really good companies that get really high ratings are just as likely to have low prices as companies that do lousy work. There's no relationship and so you do have to shop around to make sure you're getting a good price and that you're getting good quality. Tip number two, pay with a credit card whenever possible. A credit card is one of the best ways to protect yourself against fraud and bad service. When you use a credit card to pay for something, whether it's a product or service, you're protected by the Fair Credit Billing Act. If that merchandise isn't what you were promised or doesn't arrive, or if the contractor or auto mechanic does shoddy work, you can protest the charge with your credit card company and it will investigate. If the credit card company decides in your favor, you'll get the money back. We find that credit card companies overwhelmingly side on behalf of consumers in these disputes. You're not going to eliminate the entire headache of having to deal with the problem, but at least you have this recourse of getting your money back. Which brings us to tip number three. Be extremely careful if you use peer-to-peer payment apps such as Zelle, Venmo, or Cash App. These apps were designed for sending money between friends, such as when you want to split the cost of dinner. As Kimberly Palmer, a personal finance expert at NerdWallet, cautions, peer-to-peer payment apps are not a safe way to shop online or to send money to someone you don't know. You are left unprotected because you could send money and then you might not get the product or service that you think you've purchased and you don't have much recourse. And so it's really a dangerous tool to use when you are using it to pay a stranger. Peer-to-peer payment apps are convenient and easy to use, but because the money is transferred instantly and the transactions are almost impossible to reverse, they're now widely popular with fraudsters and con artists. Remember, peer-to-peer apps do not provide the robust fraud protection you get when paying with a credit card. That is consumer man Herb Weisbaum, a contributing editor at checkbook.org on WTOP. Read more at our website at ClickAway. Search Consumer. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Hey there, it's Luke Garrett with WTOP's DMV Download Podcast. Have you heard of Trank? Or what about Zombie Drug? Its medical name is Xylazine, and it's showing up in Maryland's illicit opiate drug supply. This drug was made to put animals to sleep, but when combined with an opiate, it can cause flesh-decaying wounds. Tune in to the latest episode of the DMV Download Podcast to hear how the state of Maryland is combating this emerging drug. We'll see you there. Good morning. Good morning. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. When there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Woo! Mornings on WTOP News. This is WTOP News. Entertainment checking stuff for you to watch this weekend. If you didn't know this, the 95th Annual Academy Awards are this weekend, Sunday night to be specific, with Jimmy Kimmel as the host this year. If the other award shows have been any indicators like they usually are, the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once might just be the night's big, big winner. 
It has 11 nominations in all, a one nomination in each category. Washington Post film critic Ann Hornaday joined Sean and Ann earlier on Skype with her predictions for the weekend. Honestly, I do think it's a slam dunk. I mean, it has just gained so much momentum in this awards season. It kind of reminds me of Parasite a few years ago that just seemed to be gaining goodwill. The more that it was out, everybody was meeting and greeting and at all these awards season parties and things the cast the directors you know people like them and they're rooting for the movie so yeah i do think it's a slam dunk so and best actor best actress category it's especially tight between Kate blanchett for tar michelle yo for everything everywhere all at once and then of course we have best actor lots of buzz around brendan frazier and colin farrell how do you think that's going to play out Indeed, Anne. And if you had asked me this maybe three or four months ago, I would have thought this is Kate Blanchett's. She's going to get it just walking away. But again, the Michelle Yeoh momentum is real. And I think it's tied up with the movie, the enthusiasm for the movie, and also just deep respect for her and for her career. I mean, she's just had such an extraordinary run, mostly in martial arts films, which are, of course, alluded to in Everything Everywhere and kind of they pay homage to it. But I just think she's beloved in the industry, and it would be an opportunity for people to pay respect to her. And on the actor side, we mentioned uh, Brendan Fraser and Colin Farrell, and then we also have Austin Butler for Elvis. What do you like there? You know, it's true, Sean. And again, I think we were all talking so much about the Brendan Fraser comeback with The Whale, and it is an extraordinary performance. But I wouldn't be shocked if Austin Butler took it again there's so much respect for what he did with that movie elvis i mean it was a kind of all over the place movie i i had deep problems with the actual movie itself the way that it was cut and the way that it was sort of structured but his performance you just cannot take a thing away from it it was really good but again there's also great love for colin farrell and he's had an amazing year with the batman movie and a little movie called after yang i mean just slow and steady man that guy has done such interesting work and it wouldn't be surprising to me if the industry recognized all of those things through this one award. So this is the one that I think I have the biggest question mark on. I really have no idea who's going to win it. Washington Post film critic Anne Hornaday with Academy Award weekend predictions on WTOP. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Don't be forced to sell stocks in a bear market. Now is the time to review your financial plan and determine how much liquidity you truly need. Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about how to manage your cash flow and to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it Saturday morning, March 11th. We're the time now on WTOP is 4.8. Driving good weather on the 8s and when it breaks, first as always over to Carlos Ramirez this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thanks, Dean. If you're headed northbound on I-95, they are dealing with a work zone. Just as you make way past Maryland 198, it looks like two lanes, at least two lanes, are blocked currently for the work crew. Follow any police direction through the area. BW Parkway looks great in either direction right now. No issues on Route 50 from the Beltway out towards the Bay Bridge. Bay Bridge traffic looking good so far. Three lanes bringing you westbound and two lanes will take you back on the eastbound side. Not seeing any real delays at this time. If you are headed 
along 210 Branch Avenue, 301. Things seem to be relatively quiet. They are still dealing with an accident scene southbound side of Branch Avenue. Right by Surratt's Road, looks like two right lanes are blocked there. Minimal delays, but a few delays nonetheless. Uh, once again, that's southbound Branch Avenue, right as you make way past Surratt's Road. Follow any police direction through there. Inbound side of the Suitland Parkway looks great. Looks like just as you make your way past Naylor Road, it is a little slow, but nothing to write home to mom about. In Virginia, the outer loop of the Beltway still dealing with that work zone. Three lanes blocked on the left-hand side of the roadway from the American Legion Bridge down towards 193. So far, 66 looks great. Any work zones that we did have out there are in the process of clearing up. So if you see them out there, just give them plenty of room to work. one 304 WTOP is, of course, the traffic tip line. I'm Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. We've got a chilly start to our day on our Saturday. A lot of wind out there, too, over the next couple of hours. Winds gusting 30 to 40 miles per hour and wind chills. That'll stay in the 30s just about all day. So make sure you bundle up if you are heading out. Plenty of cloud cover, too. On Sunday, we'll see a wintry mix move back in across the area. Snow west of the Blue Ridge to the east. We're looking at mostly all rain, around, especially around the metro areas. So I'm not expecting too many problems on area roadways, but it will stay chilly. Monday some a.m. showers, but cool again. Highs in the upper 40s to around 50. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 41 at Tyson's Corner. You're raking up to 36 degrees in Potomac this 4 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, March 11th. It's 40 in Annandale, 36 Germantown, 41 in DuPont Circle this morning, down a degree to 39 in our nation's capital. This check this morning in the 4 a.m. hour on WTOP, brought to you this time around by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Check them out, newlookhomedesign.com. Coming up in the minutes ahead, this 4 a.m. half hour on WTOP. As if getting towed wasn't bad enough, it could soon cost you more. I'm Neil Orgenstein. I'm dealing with stats all the time. This is Dave Johnson, but forget points and rebounds for now. Window Nation has the stats you need to know. Energy costs in D.C. are up 25% compared to last year. And 43% of your utility bill is heating costs. Well, Window Nation has a winning game plan. How about two free windows with every two you buy, plus pay zero down, make zero payments, and get 0% financing for 24 months. You heard that right. That's two years. Pay nothing. Call 866-90-NATION or go online to windownation.com and tell them Dave Johnson sent you. In the minutes ahead Saturday morning on WTOP. Getting safety information out following five deadly fires in Montgomery County. This is Kyle Cooper. When there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Mornings on WTOP News. Good morning, Saturday morning at 421. This is WTOP News. Here at home, fire broke out at one of the government buildings next to the White House Friday, happening at the Eisenhower Executive Office Building, we're told, around 8 Friday morning. D.C. Fire says a defective cooling motor in the basement was the cause of the fire. Luckily, there were no injuries. The Eisenhower Executive Office Building houses a wide array of White House workers. It was built between 1871 and 1888. Big Fire Safety Campaign will be happening all weekend locally in Montgomery County. It follows five deadly fires in the county over the past three weeks. The fire department will focus on high-rise and other buildings in the county that don't have sprinkler systems, visiting all 76 of them. Montgomery County Fire and Rescue Spokesman Pete Perringer says they will be passing on on critical safety tips. You no know, two ways out. In the event that one path of passage is blocked, you know you can retreat to another. And reminding people to shut doors, which can keep fire from spreading. Firefighters will also be reminding people to check the batteries on their smoke detectors. Kyle Cooper, WTOP News. 
Nobody likes getting their car towed. But if you get towed in Virginia, listen up, you'll probably hate it even more these days. Towing companies will soon be able to charge a $20 fuel surcharge for each tow off public or private property in Virginia. That's on top of the $150 maximum for the tow itself. The bill initially called for a $30 surcharge, but the $20 compromise made it through both chambers in Richmond. Critics want the state to develop a consumer protection provision that would let individuals sue a towing company rather than rely on the attorney general to do it. The surcharge, which would last until July 1st of 2024, still needs the governor's signature. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Oregon is taking a major step in its pioneering of legalizing magic mushroom therapy. The first group of students trained in how to accompany patients tripping on the psychedelic have graduated. In order to get their certificate, they have to pass a final exam here and then... They say they can take a test for their facilitator license administered by the Oregon Health Authority. The state's experiment with therapeutic drugs in situations like this suffered a setback, though. Another training program was declared bankrupt just this week before its more than 200 students could actually graduate. Quick look at the top stories we are following on WTOP. The House Speaker formally signing the resolution this week Friday, passing through Congress, blocking D.C.'s new criminal code from taking effect. One of former President Donald J. Trump's former lawyers, Michael Cohen, we're talking about, will testify before a Manhattan grand jury next week. The case involves hush money payments that Mr. Trump made to porn star Stormy Daniels during the 2016 presidential campaign. Maryland taking its fight for the new FBI headquarters to the White House. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these developing stories. You're listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Uh, guys, I think it's Truman. Truman is the right answer. Samurai. Samurai it is. Uh, audacious final answer. Uh, no, sorry. 162. Yes, that's it. Next time on It's Academic, hosted by WTOP's Hillary Howard. Students from Georgetown Day, George C. Marshall, and Lake Braddock Secondary School. Match your wit. I know you know it. With these students. It's Academic. Pretty amazing. Saturday on WETAPBS. It's Saturday, March 11th. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. Thanks for starting the early part of it with us here at WTLP, where the time now to be exact is 425. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Our 4 a.m. hour check with Mr. Frank Hammerhand this morning. Well, Maryland Terps are going to be an at-large recipient when it comes to the NCAA tournament. Not going to win the Big Ten because they were bounced out in the quarterfinals by Indiana on Friday night. Virginia, though, advances to the ACC finals to meet Duke as UVA waltzes over Clemson. Howard and uh, the Bison taking care of business in the MEAC uh, semifinals, beating Maryland Eastern Shore 74-55. So Howard's one win away from making the NCAA tournament for the first time since 1992. Howard women also advancing to the MEAC finals. NBA Wizards fall to Atlanta 114-107. Bradley Beal had 27 points in the loss. Wiz now five games under 500. They visit the Sixers on Sunday. Bears reportedly trading the number one overall pick in the upcoming NFL draft to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for four draft picks and wide receiver DJ Moore. Nationals set to sign catcher Cabot Ruiz to an eight-year, $50 million contract extension. I'm Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie, as always. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. 
There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung 